0: In this special Valentine's Day episode, Wednesday, February 14th, 2024, I'm joined by two incredible guests, Heidi and Sue, of Love Elemental. Together, they share more than 50 years' combined experience and knowledge in the field of metaphysics. As spiritual channelers, they share profound messages from spirit guides, a collective consciousness known as the United Souls of Heaven and Earth, Through their work with Love Elemental, Heidi and Sue offer guidance and healing with their spiritual mentorship and help awaken hearts and souls of others, guiding individuals towards self-discovery and the realization of their true potential. To learn more about Love Elemental and their course offerings, visit Love Elemental online at love-elemental.com. They're on Facebook as Love Elemental and on Instagram as love underscore elemental And you can also find their YouTube channel at Love Elemental. Welcome to All Things Menopausal. My name is Mary and I'm a menopause doula. As a doula, we augment the healthcare profession as menopause support practitioners. I created this podcast, All Things Menopausal, to build community for women going through menopause transition and to foster resilience through the stories that connect, educate, and empower. These stories are real, raw, relatable, and they're very much relevant to the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual whole person that we are. In our midlife transition, we are not alone. Each week, you will hear from courageous, vulnerable, and knowledgeable guests sharing their passion, their journey, and lived experience. These are little clues to finding solutions to our unique situation. The menopause symptoms are personal. But the experience is universal. Up until now, my listeners have heard a lot about our transition from the changes we experience mentally, physically, and emotionally, but we haven't tapped into the spiritual side. We've danced around the topic, but today, today is special. I'm with Heidi and Sue. We are going to really tap into what is happening to us in this spiritual awakening that a lot of women will experience as they go through perimenopause. menopause and it's akin to if anybody's read the book by richard rohr falling upward he talks about we have these two halves in our lives and they don't necessarily correspond with age but we have a first half where we are finding our identity we are discovering the script of our lives and then in the second half we get to step into that identity to own that script and write down the things that we want to become the narrator of our own lives but it's not always easy and i think a lot of women are questioning what they're experiencing. But you too have something more to say about that, that it is real. And this is definitely something that we need to invite into our lives to make it more enriching. After all, menopause in the years beyond is the age of wisdom. And as I always say, let's get wise. Let's get wise with the whole person we're meant to be. Welcome, Sue. Welcome, Heidi. Take the floor. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank
0: you. I think it's always important to give us a little hint of who you are, your backstory. What was your journey into the spiritual awakening? To share that with our listeners so that they can really appreciate and understand they may be experiencing the exact same thing.
2: Well, I definitely can. My name's Heidi, and my spiritual awakening somewhat started at the age of 17 when a close friend of mine passed away. And I knew before anybody else knew and I felt her around me. And uh, I actually announced it to a friend group before we even received the phone call, which people thought was a little bit crazy, but I didn't, I felt great about it. I then in my twenties had children very young. um, So ended up being a single mom for most of my twenties. And that marriage dissolved. I was married for a short period of time and it dissolved and I was a single mother. And continued on my spiritual path. I was taking courses. I was reading absolutely everything that I could get my hands on. I dabbled in crystals. I dabbled in meditation. I went to channels. I went to readers. And then I started perimenopause at an early age, at about 36 years old, and had a lot of terrible symptoms that were actually ruining my life. And it turns out I ended up having endometriosis along with all these symptoms and ended up having a hysterectomy, which put my perimenopause on pause for a brief time. And I ended up marrying again with six children and I was working two jobs. I was burning out and I continued on my spiritual path until I lost my marriage. I lost my house. I lost my children. I lost all my money. I was homeless and All of a sudden, the floodgates opened and I met Sue and I met the United Souls of Heaven on Earth. And that's when I really, really became more adept to learning about myself because now my perimenopause was back and all the stuff that comes with that. But I channeled most of that into learning how to transform myself and how to empower myself. And the self-love part that came into it. So when I look back, I look at all the teachings and the, well, now I have over 20 years of experience in spirituality and metaphysics. I believe it was all just a path to get here to now be able to share this guidance and teachings of the United Souls of Heaven on Earth with everybody and anybody who wants to live a better life. There's more out there than just our physical being, we are spiritual beings having a physical experience. And uh, there is so much guidance and wisdom out there. And between Sue and I, I think we have over 50 years of experience. So <laughs> we're definitely here to shed possibility and give guidance and yeah, opportunities for all women
0: out there. So beautiful. So, yes, I can't agree with you more. We are spirits having a human experience. I've heard that said before. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Thank (laughs) you. Sue, tell us about your journey.
1: Well, that's, uh, I just want to say very well done, Heidi. That's beautiful. Your journey, when I listen to you always, I'm just amazed at all that you've come through. So yes, my name is Sue and I, um, uh, you know, my journey began probably much like Heidi when I was in my twenties. I would have, even as a child, you know, I remember being very much drawn to all of the magic in life. I was, you know, very much I, I loved princesses and Disney and all of those things. and and that's sort of where I found my peace. And of course, as you grow up, you know, all of the traumas and dramas of life find you. And uh, I was married very young and had my son very young. And that relationship was, a very difficult relationship and it was quite quite a lot of abuse in it that i that i had to navigate through those waters which i did and successfully and left that marriage very very early and you know carried on with life and i was i was very much a career woman and i met my current partner around that time and we you know we were sort of going along through life but i was always drawn back to exploring The magic, things that were extraordinary in life. And I, my partner developed a medical condition that led her to lose the use of her arms. And so I became very quickly, not only was I, you know, a mom to a small child, but I was now a caretaker to a partner who couldn't use her arms. So it was a very difficult time. And I, really began to look in the moments that I had to the magic of life and I began reading about spirituality and chakras a little bit and then I had to put it all away because you know life gets in the way when you're when you're a busy caretaker and a mom and working full time fast forward a number of years and we had to we relocated and I met a woman who became my mentor for many years and learned what we call what we know as channeling which is to connect with higher wisdom. And specifically, I was looking at connecting with, you know, there's lots of people who are mediums, who are able to communicate with those who have crossed over. And while I have the utmost respect for that, that wasn't my area of interest, I wanted to connect with high white light guides. So I began practicing. And all the while, caring for my partner. And so I had to, I wasn't able to leave the house and have the external journey that a lot of people are able to have. I had to begin very much an internal exploration of of rather than be out in the workforce, I had to sort of look within because I was I was sort of in the the walls of the house if you will and I began that journey and so I started listening to everything I could you know every channeler that's out there I started listening to them and learning and much like Heidi I started every book I could read every everything I could learn about I did and and it dabbled in crystals and chakras and one day I was relaxing I was actually in the bathtub and I was taken on a journey to what I now know is Atlantis. And it sounds wild, I know, but I was t- I was in a meditative place. And I was taken by dolphins underwater. And it was this incredible, mystical, life-transforming experience. And uh, from that point on, I was committed. I was committed to, you know, I didn't know where I was going with this. I just knew there was more to it. And then I began to do something called automatic writing. And I practiced that every morning. And I would write out, close my eyes, and I would just write out the messages from the guides. And I did that for well over a year and a half, two years. I've got thousands and thousands of pages that I wrote out. And most of those messages were just exclusively for me, what I was going through in my life. The guides became my my companions. They became friends. They became the wisdom, right, that I was looking for. And I had to learn to trust that wisdom, which mm. caused me to learn how to, to trust myself, which was a huge part, has been a huge part of this journey. And the the journey of me learning to channel has in essence been a journey of me exploring who I am as an individual, as a human, as a woman, because I've been a caretaker for so long and you have to learn how to care for yourself. You have to learn how to love yourself. You have to learn how to trust yourself. And this is what the guides are teaching us all the time. So I'm now able to trance the United Souls of Heaven and Earth. You know, my partner has come through another recent harrowing experience over the last couple of years and was very, very sick in hospital and for about 14 months. So I leaned exclusively on the United Souls of Heaven and Earth to bring me through that journey. And when there were times at the very beginning of her journey, she spent about six weeks in a coma in a coma. When I had the doctors and everybody telling me that she wasn't going to make it, the United Souls told me every day that she was coming home. And that was such an exercise in trust for me, because I thought, if I'm going to bring their message to the world, I I need to trust this absolutely. And so I held the faith, I held the trust, I listened to their wisdom, and I'm happy to say she's home now, she's learned to walk again. And every step along the way that the United Souls gave the messages, we followed them and you know, it's just been a beautiful, beautiful, magical outcome. And so, and all of those things are going along, you know, I'm, I'm in my early fifties. So of course I'm also in this stage of life. Right. And I'm having to learn to, you know, I'm no longer, I don't have a son at home. I'm no longer doing that, but I'm a caretaker, but I'm knowing that there's more to life than all of this. And I, like everybody else, I'm sort of, you know, we're trying to find our way and trying to reconnect with the magic of life. That was so, a parent when we're children. And I think as women, if we can tap into this magic, then we can create worlds once more. So that's, that's a little bit about me.
0: <laughs> oh, if the listeners could see me right now, they would see all the hairs on my body standing up on end. <laughs> there so many beautiful things you both shared. Oh my goodness. So much to unpack. We've all can relate to this and we're going through some transition in our lives. And that doesn't necessarily have to line up with the perimenopause, of course, but that is seems to be the most significant physical and emotional event and mental event that happens. And at some point our lives, we face something and you both shared that deeply. And we simply cannot deal with it, regardless of our skills, our knowledge, our own experience and our willpower. We want to steer the ship in one direction. And there's so many other things that are pulling us in the other direction. And that piece about the trust, trust the wisdom and trust by going inward to trust ourselves. But the ego mind doesn't want us to always do that. So how did you tell the ego mind, okay, I hear you, but you need to step aside now because we're always going through that little voice Mm -hmm. in our head saying, Ooh, can't do that. And it's like our safety net.
2: Yeah. I think that's a, it's a daily thing. It's Mm -hmm. a, the ego comes out every single day in my life and probably does for everybody else. But over the years, I've learned to recognize it. I think that's one of the first things of this truly isn't who I am as divine like being. <laughs> I'm I'm not my ego. And we we learn how to just say that's not me. What what are my thoughts? What's the love within me saying? And you just calm it down. We do many different techniques. For example, we teach mirror work. So we, this is how the United Souls of Heaven on Earth, one of the first teachings that they gave me was to tell myself I love myself and really mean it and look in my eyes and say it. And that took me six months, six months to actually feel comfortable and really look into my soul and say, I love you. You're safe. You're loved. You're, you're beautiful. Because I don't think as young girls, we lose that, <laughs> you know, we're, we're caring for everyone we're we're empaths, we're feeling stuff. So that was the first thing that they gave me was to love myself. And yeah, as I said, it took me six months. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, that's, Probably the journey in itself, in many ways, is to learn to trust. It's to it's in a way to we have to learn to silence those voices of the inner critic, the voices of judgment. We have a lot of programs that were placed in us by well-meaning parents, <laughs> who you know we're we're programmed with so many things. By the time we're like five, you know, six, seven years old, we've got all these latent programs just waiting to become activated. And so for me, the journey has included lots of different things. I've, you know, I've over the years, I've done different kinds of energy work as, you know, healing modalities. I've learned and become deeply respectful of the journey of meditation. I know that's not it for everybody, but you don't need to sit for an hour. I mean, if if you can, that's a marvelous thing, but even just a few minutes every morning in a state of appreciation, the guides teach us that to stay in a place of appreciation is a very profound thing to do for ourselves because it's the first act of self-love. So Again, I've done hypnosis. I've done a lot of things other outside of this to work through the, the voice of ego, right? And which is the voice in many ways of the victim. So for me, I've had to learn to take very much take responsibility for my own thoughts. And even though those thoughts might be triggered by outside experiences, by people, right? And I have to learn to honor that. But what I allow to influence my reality. And that's every. I work at it every day, but I have to be keenly aware of what's mine and what's not mine. So it's boundaries, it's self-love, it's, you know, learning to, you know, there's a mantra that I say, and I've probably said it a hundred thousand times, and it's all is well. Everything is working out for my highest good now. Out of this situation, only good will come and I am safe because I'm reprogramming myself from all of those times when I didn't feel safe or, and as you do that, you begin to foster a sense of trust. And of course, you know, I'm able to talk to the guides every day. And so that certainly for me is a huge, huge advantage and benefit because I get to tap into divine wisdom, non-physical teachers that are so loving. And so when I get a little bit, you know, When I get a little bit off the path, if you will, when I get take a little bit of a misstep, which I do, then I've got the guides to remind me of who I am and what I'm capable of and that I'm a divine creator. You know, I'm an expression of source energy itself. And that's a magnificent thing, right? So the traumas and dramas don't need as much of my attention as sometimes I think they do.
0: Beautiful. And so now you're both together co-creating a wonderful opportunity for other women to learn how to tap into that inner wisdom so tell us a little bit about your program how are you helping women guiding women to really explore their spiritual self and open into this transformation
2: well ultimately we we sat down and we came up with a mission statement like what are what do we what do we value what do we hold dear to ourselves what are we here to do And we came up with our mission is to empower individuals on their journey towards self-love, inner strength, and spiritual growth. Leveraging the unique wisdom of the United Souls of Heaven on Earth, we aim to foster a transformative, supportive community that inspires individuals to awaken to their inner light, live their truth, and celebrate the divine interconnectedness of all beings. And then from there... We are creating a course. We have events that we put on where we do some teachings and then the United Souls of Heaven on Earth come in. And Sue, do you want to explain who the United Souls of Heaven on Earth are?
1: I would love to. Thanks, Heidi. So the United Souls of Heaven and Earth are a collective of non-physical teachers. So that means that they are they are in non-physical form. They are in spirit form. We have spent a great deal of time just sitting in questions and answer sessions, wondering who they are, asking them questions about who they are. And they've told us they are a collective of over 2,500 individuated essences that come together as a collective. At this time, their mandate is one thing. It is love. They come on the vibration of love. They come on the vibration of creation. What I've learned over these years is that the United Souls of Heaven and Earth When they speak through me as this collective of wise, loving beings, they not only come through, use my voice to to obviously express words, but they carry a vibration. And what we've learned is it's the vibration that actually can change people at a cellular level. And that might sound like an astonishing claim to make. And of course, you know, I don't have a microscope. But what I do have is so many people have come back and said, I feel better. My life is better. I feel more empowered. I have a better sense of who I am. I have a better sense of direction. And it's not so much these aren't so much although it's although I'm a psychic indeed, yes, but there's a broader brush if you will with from the united souls of heaven and earth because they want us all to know of our power and everyone who comes forth with a willingness to step into that power. And if people are at a point where they're ready to say, channel, they're really fascinated, they're really interested, they're eager students. Well, the United Souls is able to do something called, they call it etheric technology, which I love. And what they do is they put the energy of of this beautiful energy, they're able to install it, if you will, into people's DNA. And I know that sounds wild, but it's a light activation. And everybody that has had this activation is now, if they're wanting to, able to also channel the United Souls of Heaven and Earth. So this isn't just about me channeling the United Souls of Heaven and Earth. I'm sort of the the beginning piece, if you will, but imagine like the petals of a flower and it just blossoming and blooming because with every one of us that's ready, willing, and able to say yes and step up and carry this vibration, because that's really what it is, and to be able to express the love of the United Souls, well, that's just an ever-expanding, love machine, really. And so that's what we're doing. We've got a number of people actually who are actively able to now channel the United Souls of heaven and earth. And when I first began, I I mean, I had no idea. I just knew I wanted to, I just wanted to save the world. I wanted to help the world, right? That's the classic thing. Mm -hmm. I wanted to make the world a better place. I wanted people to know they're not alone. And so this is is where we're at. We've got this beautiful group of loving teachers that consistently, consistently over definitely hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. I don't know if we're into the thousands of yet readings, but we've done so many readings and every single person comes back and says, I feel better because of this vibration. And that's how lots of people have become students. And that's why we decided to create a course that we call Soulful Foundations. And it's a culmination of our combined experience, Heidi and I of like she said, over I think, 50 years of experience to bring people who are perhaps just at the point where they're eager they're in this transformative stage and they just it's sort of everything is becoming interesting right you're stepping into this new paradigm and so that's where we come in with this we've got a we're putting together an eight-week course in terms of the being the the learning part of it the everything from you know learning that we are energetic beings, to how does that translate into our ability to be co-creative, powerful beings? And how does our thoughts and emotions and energy... like We want people to be empowered. And with this course, what we're going to be offering is 12 months, once a month, access with Zoom calls with United Souls of Heaven and Earth. It's going to be a transformative journey. There's no question. It's going to be an absolutely transformative journey for people. So... That's who they are. They are loving, loving entities. And I'm just so honored to be one of their voices.
0: Wow. I have so many questions to ask after all of this. But I will say, I loved what you said. And we say it in our yoga format that I like to teach from the booty movement medicine. And it's right in the manual vibrational change at the cellular level. We do what's called a shake. And if you think about it, when an animal comes out of the fight or flight and is starting to go back into that calm, rest, digest, parasympathetic nervous drive, they shake. They shake it all off. And that's what we do. We're like changing things at the vibrational level.
2: Because okay. everything is energy, everything, it's... everything yeah. is frequency. The mm-hmm. more and more you can raise your frequency, And the easiest way to change your frequency, if you are feeling sad or down or just having a bad day, is to go into appreciation. Immediately, if you can think of three or four things that you appreciate, put your hand on your heart and say, I appreciate this. I'm Mm -hmm. in gratitude for this. You will immediately change the frequency within you, which then Mm -hmm. changes your perception of what's happening around you.
0: I've been following Deepak Chopra's 21 Days of Gratitude, and it is all about that. It takes you through the journey of finding grace, beginning with gratitude. And it is when we have love, self-love and love for all entities around us, we feel that grace. And what a great place to step into, particularly when the upheavals of the menopause and we think we're losing our minds and we're going crazy and we just don't have anybody to be there to guide us through that significant transition. This is so exciting about your course, but by now I am sure the listeners, because I know I am, they want to learn more about the United Souls. They want to, okay, well, what are they like? How do you know when they're present? What differentiates the United Souls from another group of collective of souls? And are there many collectives of souls out there?
2: So you can correct me, but how I feel it, because I also channel the United Souls of heaven on earth, it's a frequency. Okay. You can feel it. And every collective probably has a different frequency. Every individual within that collective also has a different frequency. So for example, if I'm in my meditative state and I'm going into channel, I can tell you whether it's the United souls coming through or whether it's one of my other guides that are coming through all on how I feel. They, they have a vibrational resonance that you can feel within yourself. And then over time you you do this so many times that you're like, Oh, so-and-so's here. Oh, I'm feeling, I'm feeling this. And I have like, almost feels like a butterfly wing in my ear. When they're saying like Heidi, listen, (laughs) Sue can absolutely feel them come in. Sometimes she's she's like,
0: okay, I just want to sip a coffee before. (laughs) Wow! So they can just like, hey, we're here. Oh yes! Wild, wild, wild. And is it a different sensation? Like you said, the butterfly. Like, do you feel almost like a physical sensation, like a little tap on the hand? That would be different to say a softening of the shoulders, for example, and. And, and the only reason why I use those two descriptions is because oftentimes when I'm settling into my meditation, I will one day I'll feel like uh, softening down on my shoulders in a warmth wrap around me, and other days I'll just feel a little caress on the palm of my, or the back of my hand. And I don't ignore them anymore.
1: That's I'm- that's brilliant. Don't ignore them. Everybody has their own. I just want to say, we don't come to planet Earth without guides. We just okay. don't. Everybody has a guide. And more than that, you've got m- multiple guides. And as you go through the journey of life, sometimes you get guides change over and you get new guides. It's an ever evolve. it's much like life. It's ever changing and ever unfolding. You have new relationships, people come and go, mm-hmm. depending on what you need, depending on what stage of life you're at. And so we're never alone. And that's, that's, for me, that's a very, very important thing to know. And I know it fundamentally now. It's not, this isn't just a concept you know, I that's something over the journey of life, probably because I have always been extremely empathic, very, very sensitive to energy, a little bit different. So there are many times in life where I felt alone. So when we we're feeling really alone. I'm going to invite everybody, no matter where you're at in life, no matter you know whether you think you can do this or not, or you're you you think that you've tapped into the spiritual realm or not, to just simply place your hands on your heart. The guides tell us this all the time. I know Heidi, you mentioned it, and to just breathe, to just breathe. And what will happen is you will begin to feel your own love. It's like a thumbprint. You know, you'll begin you'll begin to feel your own love print. And I think if we just start there and, and and trust, yeah, again, we're going back to trust. We're going back to all of these these notions that there's there is so much more than meets the eye. The physical world, although it's a brilliant thing, it's not. It's not the beginning and the end of all things, right? That's why we get people, I'm sure everybody can relate to getting that gut feeling about something, or you walk into a room and you think, oh boy, this is a heavy energy, or you think, I don't want to turn that direction to go to work today. I don't know why, but I'm going to go the other direction. You know, like all of those things, it's good you're listening, Mary, because I encourage everybody to listen to those. Those are the beginning whispers of our guide saying, come this way. They're always calling us forth, always, and they love us there's so much benevolence out there. And, you know, we can, when I channel, I do something called opening my portals, which is what I was taught, which is basically, it's a, it's a phrase that I use. And I'm, I'm being very deliberate in who I'm opening myself up to energetically. It's like, if I'm going to call you on the phone, I'm going to dial your number, because I want to talk to Mary. So I'm not just going to, pick up the phone and just start calling random numbers hoping to get Mary. So it's a very structured process that we actually go through. There are rules to the road for this, which is good, and it's like anything, you know, it's a spiritual muscle that you have to work out, right? Everything requires a little bit of working out. So there's endless guides. I mean, we, I couldn't even imagine to say how many guides there were. It's infinite. Maybe even another show, we could talk about all of the different, you know, we've got, we, we have wisdom that comes in from different planetary guides. You know, we've got the Arcturians and we've got the Lemire, we've got the, the Palladians and we've got like, we've got all of these different planetary beings that come and help us too. There's a lot going on out there. It's It's huge. huge.
0: (laughs) Are these, are they, the entities, the spirit guides, these souls, did they pass on? Did they actually have a life here on earth before or a planetary life before, or are, have they always been more like a spiritual energy or is it both?
1: Heidi, maybe you can speak to this because, of course, when I'm in trance, I don't recall anything that the guys have said. I always say I'm the only one that doesn't get invited to the party because <laughs> everybody else gets to have this great experience. And, of course, I get to listen to it after. But I know, Heidi, recently we had an interview. You interviewed them. And did they not? Different essences brought came forth, did they not?
2: Yes, they did. It was the first time that I had actually asked them, can you give me some names? Like, do I even know? In my learning over the years of these guides, and Sue's voice changed and her mannerisms changed as she was channeling them. And yes, indeed, some of the masters that are part of this collective have walked on planet Earth before, and some haven't. I don't know if the United Souls want the public to know exactly the names of each one of them, but I can tell you that the masters that you probably have read in your spiritual journeys, they're absolutely part of that group.
0: Unbelievable.
2: Oh, oh I, I cried.
0: <laughs> I bet, I bet. <laughs> Einstein, so good to see you. No. <laughs> it's like these great masters of the past and coming through as these apparitions and these ghosts, but it's so much more, obviously, it's so much more. And, and we can do that. We can give that experience of what that is with our listeners, because time is irrelevant. Yes, it is recording this in a particular point in time right now, and it will air for us in the future. But when it airs, it's the present time for our listeners. So obviously the guides know this and it doesn't matter because they already know probably what the listeners need to hear in this moment now, which will be past tense by the time it goes out into the ether. Isn't that wild? This is what keeps me up at night. Love it. Want to That's a whole nother episode, Tom. <laughs> a whole nother episode, and we will make that happen for sure. But is it is it okay to invite onto our podcast even more company?
1: And let's and do it. Let's, let's do it. Let's uh, let's pull out a, a chair at the table of light, as they say, for them, and everybody get get comfortable. This is. Uh, they always like everybody to have a nice warm brew ready because they just want everybody to be comfortable. So oh, beautiful. Well, I'm going to mute because my oohs and ahs will probably get too loud. And <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Mm. Mm. We are here. We are here. We are here. We are here. Good day beloved friends of us good day we are so delighted and excited and honored to sit amongst all of you wherever you are it does not matter where you sit or stand or rest or work or play on the play stage of planet earth you are all here and you are all part of a collective of benevolence that is so much greater than even you might realize at this time space time welcome Welcome to every one of you that has found your way to today. It is a good day, is it not? Whether you realize it with realize or not, today is a good day. Because you have the potential to affect and influence today, this moment, right now. Let us remind your mind of this. This moment, right now. Right now. Right now. This is the moment of power of you. It is not in tomorrow, (laughs) and it is not in yesterday, but it is in now. And why, oh why, are we saying such a thing on this day of days? Well, because we think it is a good place to start, right here and right now. And as we sit together on this day of days, we want you all to know that as you begin to step more fully into the present now space and begin less and less to find yourself in the yesterdays and the tomorrows, well, it is our promise to all of you that you will begin to find a strength, a power, your power. You will not feel like you are spread so thin as perhaps you do on this day of days. And how, you might ask, how am I supposed to begin to find my power in this present now moment when there are so many expectations of me on tomorrow's edge? Hmm, let us tell you this. If you would begin to just simply place those hands upon the heart of you and indeed take the breath and bring your fullness back to your point of co-creative power, well, that is a good place to start, because the more and oft you are able to do this, no matter what is staring down at you, you will be able to begin to affect the reality that is looking back upon you, you see. You are not bystanders, all ready to get rolled and bowled over by forces of life that are outside of your control and jurisdiction. Indeed, we see that life offers all kinds of colors onto all kinds of beings, and not every color is of your choosing. But if you are looking at a color that you do not like in life, and we are talking about the vibrant, different uh, kaleidoscope of experiences translated into color, but we can speak of experiences. If you do not like the experiences that are looking back upon you, believe us when we tell you that you, each one of you, has the jurisdiction as part of a being, of physical reality, you have the jurisdiction to adjust the reality that you are occupying. You might not believe us, but we are saying promises of truth upon each one's of you. You are so much more powerful than you realize because there are so many circumstances and situations that each one's of you find yourselves in that you feel are causing you to feel less than. Let us begin there. Beautiful friends, each one's of you's is more than. You are more than you realize with those real eyes of you. You are magnificent. You are magnanimous. You are creators. You see, you came to this planet to expand and to create. And no matter where you stand at this time-space-time on this beautiful planetscape of yours, you (laughs) will still continue to expand and create. And we want each one of you to place your hands upon your heart and to breathe for a moment and to begin just a little bit, just a little bit at first is all that you need to do to begin to be willing to appreciate your magnificence and to know that no matter what circumstances are staring you down, you are the one. Who is the powerful creator of life you are in a period of great transformation not only in your individual life streams but upon this planet you beautiful women you are the creators and just because you have entered into a new phase of life you remain the creators for that is your assignment And we want you to begin to dream about the creation of you more and more. Put your hands in the dirt. Put your hands in the clay. Place your hands upon whatever medium you wish. But begin to create and allow the expansion of you to be uh, without so much resistance. And if you are willing to be more and oft in the power of the now of you, well, that alone will remove a great deal of the resistance. each one's of yous. We want you to know that you are so dearly loved by us. We want you to know that we have watched as you have walked so many miles with broken glass in your shoes, and yet you still walked because there were others, who needed you to show the way. You are brilliant, and we saw when you fell down. We were always there to reach out our collective arms and encourage and guide you to get up, up, up. It is your time, each one's of you. It is your time. No matter where you are, it matters not in life. It is time for you to begin to shine and rise. And rise. And shine. You are not broken down yesterday's news. Oh no, oh no. You are the glimmers and the shimmers of tomorrow's. And worry not about the tomorrow's, for the presence of now is all that we want to look at, indeed. But we are telling you that on the horizon line of life, all of you, all of you have the shimmer and the glimmer, to illuminate so many others, to help the others to shine and rise and rise and shine. All you need to do is to place hands upon heart and begin there. When you are waking on the morning's edge and you look in the mirror, be so willing to look in the mirror and be so willing to look into those eyes of yours and be so willing to begin to appreciate the you of you that is looking back upon you. Look for the light in your own eyes. It is there. It is there waiting for you to see it. And as you see it more and oft, you will begin to show it. And as you show it more and more, you will begin to glow it. And life for you, the outside will begin to mirror the inside of you. That is how life goes. It is a beautiful day to come together and to remember your magnificence. You are, all of you, you are so capable and able to magnificently create whatever it is you wish for you. We want to remind your minds to be brave. And if you cannot be brave, be patient. And if you cannot be patient, well then, be kind. We are so in love with each one of you. We love you. We love you. We love you. We are here and we are forevermore a part of this picture of yous. Lovingly loving is us. Good day. Wow. I'm back. That's the United Souls of Heaven and Earth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm going to caution our listeners. If you're driving to work and you get to this point in the podcast, pull over. I don't want you placing your hands on your heart going down the freeway.
2: (laughs) You probably felt a energetic shift within your being or around you. You probably felt something different. And that's, that's what we're saying. When it's not just strictly the words, it's the frequency that they pour forth onto us that you can say, I felt that. That was it's, real. It's magnificent.
0: So, there was a lot that came through for me. I'm sure for the listeners, there's a lot that came through. Trust it. Trust it. But what a beautiful message about creativity. And I want to get back to that and expansion. We live such a small container in that role that we have to play as the mom, as the caregiver, as you mentioned, the spouse the careerist, whatever that might be. And we trying to figure out, is that the identity I'm supposed to have? Am I the, am I this person in this job at work? Am I this person? And so we contain ourselves within that identity. But then as we go through this perimenopause phase, it certainly has been in my experience, everything that I thought I was is being challenged now. It's like, Oh, really? You, do, you think that that's who you are? Hey, well, let's just see how you're gonna handle this stumbling block now. And when we hang on to that identity, it just causes us so much grief. But then that expansion, to be willing to ex- bust open the doors of that role that we've been playing and look beyond it and just take take a peek and expand our horizons. And that's what I really picked up from the United Souls in this in this moment.
2: One of the first questions that will probably pop up into your head when you're just starting to awaken is, who am I? That was one of the biggest things, as you were saying, Mary, I was always a mom. I was very career orientated, corporate. And I woke up one day and I was like, who am I? And then that's when the creativity started coming through and letting go of the resistance. Yes. That has been a huge lesson over the past, even four years for me, is to let go of the resistance to, well, I've always been a career woman. What do you mean I I could venture into something new? And just settling with that and saying, let's try it. Why not? Maybe maybe I am creative. And guess what? I actually am. <laughs> so it's letting go of the resistance and waking up to who am I is is very it's almost going to happen. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, I've heard stories of women taking up art for the first time in their 60s and have become these amazing artists and have created these works of beauty and are now professional artists selling their their works and galleries and and they didn't even know. They didn't even tap into that side of them because they lived in that it, that small self, if you will. Mm-hmm. So what a beautiful message to have United Souls come in with that message of empowerment and the work that you do with the empowerment, which is all about how my role as a doula helps people transition. I'm just a curator of information. That's my creative part. I allow myself to open up to all kinds of accurate information that is credible, well-researched, but helpful and necessary and then just facilitate the process by which women can have access to this so that they can feel empowered through their transition and make those wise decisions for themselves without without anybody else telling them what they need, what is right for them. Sometimes I just think that if we allow ourselves to reprogram our brains, giving ourselves permission to tap into that that divine wisdom that you spoke of, that the United Souls spoke of as well, then how much easier life would be for for ourselves? And that kind of segues into my next question, is why now? Why are we seeing this, so much of this now? I mean, we lived in an era where if you went through menopause, you were burned at the stake for being a witch, a heretic, if you went all wild and crazy, or you were thrown into prison. We have a social construct and a terrible history of how we understand, really, the wisdom of women. But why... Are we seeing a shift on planet Earth so much now? Or will our generation, is the Gen Xers are really saying, nah, we're not going to take this anymore?
2: I can start and then probably Sue would probably want to chime in as well. We're in, we're on this planet right now. This is some of the most expansive portions that this planet has ever gone through and what we call it is the great awakening but I mean some people might have many different terms to what it is Mm -hmm. but really ultimately what it is there's a change of frequency within everything within the humans within mother Gaia within our trees within our elementals the frequency is going from a third dimensional dense frequency of fear of sabotage of regret it's it's very low in frequency and as we continue to raise our frequency through solar flashes or we we could get really into it but ultimately what it is is that we're all raising our frequency and as we continue to get closer to the frequency of love into the fifth dimensional frequency you are going to see a global transformation in everybody's perspective in their consciousness everything is consciousness everything is frequency and how you perceive everything how your your belief systems change your mm. everything changes with this raise of frequency so a lot of our work is to continually raise your frequency so that you're in a different type of consciousness and once you're in a different type of consciousness you've opened up to the the all of that is all consciousness so then it just feeds into you into you because like attracts like and if you're only at one one stage one frequency you can only attract that so as you continue to raise you are going to attract more of what of what you want more of the love frequency more abundance more joy more all the things that we're wanting and that is ultimately what is happening on this whole planetary system. It's not just the humans; it's it's everything. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. So, did you have anything more to say?
1: Yeah, absolutely. As I, as I, I have a foot in both worlds a little bit yeah. here. I think that we are just in a brand new time. We needn't look too far to see all of the systems starting to break down. Whether it's education, legal, medical, you look anywhere, and everything is becoming so much more polarized. Politics, everything is a lot more polarized, which I think is a sign of these times of transformation, right? Like nothing is going without examination, nothing. So as we examine, we're being, you know, as a collective, we really are being forced to look at things 10 years ago. Everybody was quite blissfully ignorant about. And so that is, it. I think a lot of people are feeling that there is a another stripping of innocence, and I think that's causing a lot of despair. However... If we if we're able to embrace these changes from a little bit of a different perspective, it just takes a little, you know, a belief is nothing more than a thought we keep thinking, right? So it we're we are capable of changing our thoughts around what's going on. And so if we can disconnect a little bit from those external voices that are telling us, be afraid, be afraid, be afraid, be afraid, you know, things aren't working, everything's breaking down. And if we can just simply tap into that's why the guides say, soothe yourself first, right? Like let's self soothe. And because the what's outside of us isn't very soothing right now. And so I think we're in this time of great change. And as women, you know, the guide said to me a couple of things many years ago, first thing they said is, the new currency is, they said, Sue, the new currency is love for which the value is unprecedented. Mm. And that's true, because when you're in a place of love, and what, I just want to clarify what that means, because I think a lot of people might get even put off by that word, right? The word love. But the guides say, if you can't find your way to love, then again, find your way to appreciation, right? Like, let's just get into that vibration of appreciation. And if we can appreciate all that's going on around us, the good, the bad, you know, just to take a moment to do that, that's transformative. And we are in a place of trans we're in a period of transformation. So we can make the choice to Sort of dig our heels into the fear and the worry and all of the fright, all of the, you know, the last few years have been very difficult. Or we can be willing to say, okay, today is a brand new day. It's a brand new canvas for me. I don't have to paint the same thing I painted yesterday. The guys have talked about we've got new grids, we've got new energetic grids that are etheric, that no longer are able to house some of those old broken down systems that, you know, people became very accustomed to in the past, but they're based in fear. So those things simply are not going to be able to, vibrationally, they're no longer compatible with right. the with what we call the new earth, or moving from this 3D experience into a faster vibrating experience. People might notice time's going faster, yes. and everybody will say it's because I'm getting older. It's because of this. It's because of that. It's because time is getting condensed and everything is speeding up. Even just energetically, like right? I know sometimes I get because there's a lot going on with the sun, like Heidi mentioned. There's a lot of we're getting bursts of energy coming in. That's that's causing a lot of people a lot of discomfort. So I just want to say. Just a quick and fast rule: If you're starting to feel, sometimes people feel like frenetic inside. Different mm-hmm. things, obviously outside of. I'm talking outside of medical stuff. I'm just talking energetically. You feel a little mm-hmm. bit off one day. As much as you can, ground, 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 ground. Get your feet on the ground, or get a grounding mat or something. Because the guides have told us over and over and over again in these time of great change, get getting back to grounding is going to be the, one of the. Most comfortable, right? It's going to help us to bring our systems back into harmony and balance.
0: Mm-hmm. So I think the guys have been telling that to us for generations. It's in the Bible: "Be still, be still. You know just be still." And oh, so many great things here. I loved what you said about you know things we had been blissfully ignorant about, and it, it, that's so true. Just in our own internal universe, let alone the universe in, around us a planetary universe in the world but blissfully ignorant to you know when we're in our 30s even in our 20s we think, i got this and we're kind of arrogant and naive at the same time and menopause hits and it's this time of the great reveal and we're no longer able to just ignore and put it off because it is so in our face that we have to you know going in nothing can transform without that examination. And that's Absolutely. what we're doing. We're examining now and calling into question so many of our, our belief systems, but also calling into question systems about our healthcare now and the stories that we've been told all these generations about. It's just that you're just depressed or you're just this and you're just that, but the empowerment now that we can open up is I, I see so much parallelism here. It's amazing, but it isn't necessarily as knew I was thinking when you're talking it's like you know you you read the work of Jim Rohn and Zig Ziglar and even Napoleon Hill who wrote Thinking Grow Rich and they talk about all this I mean in 1930 30 something when Napoleon Hill wrote that book he was actually tapping into spirituality and calling it out very forthrightly and now and that's why these books are all coming back to us okay. and becoming famous classics because they're talking about stuff We've always been there. We've just now broadened a wider awareness, I guess you could say. And the work that the two of you are doing, how amazing, how beautiful is that? Our listeners, whether they're from the United States or overseas, how are they still able to tap into what you have to offer? Tell the world how they can find you.
2: (laughs) So we have many different platforms going right now. We do have Facebook under Love Elemental, and we have a private community on Facebook. We also have Instagram, and we have a YouTube channel, and we have www.love elemental.com. And our course will probably be completed in early 2024, but we also have different offerings on the website. And as we grow and expand, we'll be having more and more offerings. We have an email list that you can just go onto the website and sign up to. And that will um, allow you to be informed when we're having events on powerful days or full moons or solstice or anything like that. And yes, we're definitely worldwide. And on our last call, we had people from Germany. We had people from all over the place. We're a collective consciousness this is all over the world
0: how exciting is that i'll be sure to get all of those links in our show notes so the listeners know where to go thank you so incredible this can't be the only conversation you've alluded to it this has to be an ongoing thing we need to share this message broadly i am just a channel my podcast is just a form of getting the message out into the ether and i am gladly stepping into that role Maybe I was supposed to arrive at this moment so I can be another platform by which we can share what the work you're doing. The world needs it, it's necessary. I've come across so many women that are really hurting and struggling. And this is an opportunity for them to bust open the gates, really transform
1: into who they're supposed to be. Yes. They're really trying to develop the sense of community because it is, you know, it, it can be challenging. First of all, just the journey, For the women that they're on with with respect to menopause but then as they embark on perhaps a spiritual journey and they start to awaken um often you face scrutiny from friends and family Mm -hmm. and it can be it can be a lonely road and so Heidi and I are endeavoring to create and foster a sense of community so like we mentioned where people can come together and they can feel inspired and empowered we're going to have lots of different offerings but just a nice safe place to land where there's no judgment and where it's a space of love in the wild west of the internet that's what we're endeavoring to create. beautiful. Yes. Oh, I just want to
0: I just want to sit with guides all day long and just have a chit chat and a cup of tea and just feel into their beauty, their warmth, their vibration, their love but we don't necessarily have to go through anything ritualistic just placing on the heart hands on the heart is that gesture of of love and kindness to to step into that moment but what is one little quick little gem that we can you've given many but if if someone is in that moment where beyond just thinking that they're they don't know what to do, but now they've arrived at the place where they feel like, okay, I really know that this is something for me. This spiritual waking is for me. So what's that little piece of reassurance that they can have to say, yes, girl, you're on the right track. Follow, follow it.
2: So the guides always say, Heidi, stay on the highlighted path. And I I always ask, well, what was the highlighted path? And you'll know when you're off of it, because it's, it's a flow. It's, synchronicities come to you very easily everything's with ease it's not you're not struggling or trying to control a situation or as a woman sometimes we've we felt like we had to control everything because then it was out of our power and this is just a easy let go of the resistance sit in appreciation and watch what you attract because once you change your frequency you're going to notice that things within your reality are going to attract different experiences, different people, different opportunities and it none of this struggling and that that stuff disappears when you're on your highlighted path. And also one thing I'd like to say is that although you're changing the frequency within you, there is a lag time to when you see it within your reality. So if if you're like, well, I did my meditation and I did my appreciation and today I didn't see anything, just just wait because there is there is a lag time for it to to enter into your reality but you will notice it and and then when you do notice it appreciate it and and then more will come and mm. you will see your life transform be- before your very eyes i promise you
1: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. there's going to be times on the journey when it doesn't always feel so good and it feels really challenging and difficult and like it hasn't always been every step of it hasn't always been easy and if you find yourself in that place where it's you're really in the thick of it and it's really really challenging believe it or not believe it or not you're exactly supposed to be there and I know that's maybe not what people want to hear but it is the truth of all truths because we are always exactly where we're supposed to be and I want to say you are not your thoughts and you are not your emotions. And if people can just step back and just separate a little bit, that I'm not my thoughts, and I'm not my emotions, when things get really difficult, if you can find a little bit of space to just, write rem- a little bit of space, when you can open that door just a little bit, and then step into appreciation, it allows the door to open just a little bit more and just a little bit more. The guys have told us, if we can do these small things, if we can look in our eyes in the morning and if we can pray self love over ourselves and if we can give appreciation in as little as they say as little as 3 days in your human time space time if you if you pay very close attention you will start to notice very subtle shifts in your reality and then if you when you notice them give appreciation for them and praise them because that's the that's the indication that it's starting to grow And it's starting to grow, and it will start to grow. And then maybe you find yourself a day comes, and you know you're you're off the highlighted path. That's okay. Just step by step. Don't beat yourself up. Just get back on it. And we've given some different tools to help people to do that. Myself included. When I first started, and I've gone through life, you always think that it has to be something big you have to do. And in fact, it's quite the opposite. You just need to do little tiny things that take a couple minutes, maybe not even, because It's But it's repetition. It's doing that repetitively more and more and more. And that's when you start to see changes. Um, Mm -hmm. Your external reality is a complete projection of your internal reality and not the other way around. So true.
0: We do. We create the resistance in our own mind and, and it comes to fruition in reality because we have just had this thought process of resistance. And the words that came to me, Sue, when you were explaining that was and I use a lot in yoga, is stretch beyond your flexibility. Can Can you create length on the inhale? And as you exhale, can you surrender a little bit deeper? Can you allow yourself your breath just to let you go? And it's exactly like that, flexing that spiritual muscle just a little bit a little bit more. Absolutely. And those people who keep a logbook, you know, if whether they keep a logbook for a food diary or a workout diary, or just a gratitude diary, it's, it's almost like you need to take a little logbook and make a little check. This is why I love gratitude books. I have mine right here, that five minute journal. Beautiful.
1: Beautiful. It's so
0: important and going back and looking at some of the things. And like you said, it's that time space reality Yes. a few days after it's happened, say, oh, or maybe a month down the road. Oh, connect, connect.
1: That's right. <laughs> so true.
0: The tools that you both have to offer is going to be quite amazing. I am so excited for this adventure you're on, this journey. So many women need it. I know that for sure. Just in the small encounters that have I, I've had in recent months, so many of us need this. More so not because we have to feel like, oh, I transitioned, I'm broken, I can't handle it. It's it's not that. It's a sense of community, really. We always are more powerful when we come together collectively, aren't we? We sure are. I can't thank you enough. I'll thank share you. all the details in the show notes, where everyone can find you. I'm just smiling ear to ear. <laughs> I,
1: I hope uh, I hope there's a lot of beaming beaming smiles out there. Thank you very much, Mary, for the opportunity to join you today. Absolutely.
2: Thank you, Mary.
0: We appreciate it. After this podcast interview, I wrote pages and pages of notes. And I hope you get a lot out of it, too. But here are my key takeaways. Number one, we must all learn to silence the voice of our inner critic, learn to trust, and learn self love. The first act of self love is to be in a state of appreciation. Number two, the ego mind can take the voice of the victim. Take responsibility for your own thoughts, but also be aware of what is a thought or emotion and what is not. Being able to differentiate our existence from our thoughts is part of conscious reprogramming. Number three, our guides are here to help remind us of who we are, what we are capable of, and that we are an expression of source energy. We don't come to planet Earth without our guides. We have multiple guides, and they switch out depending on what stage of life we are at. But we are never alone. Trust your instincts. It's the beginning of these little whispers from our guides. Number four, everything is energy, and energy carries a frequency. Changing the frequency or the vibration has the ability to change people at the cellular level. The easiest way to change your frequency is to go into appreciation, and we can accomplish this by simply placing our hands on our hearts and just breathe. It's that simple. And number five, our love is a- Thumbprint. It's a love print and it's unique and distinct to everyone. Number six, the United Souls tell us that we have the potential to affect and influence change today. So, what are you waiting for? Yesterday and tomorrow pull us into a mindset based on fear. Number seven, we have the jurisdiction to adjust our reality and we can do this in meditation with our hands on our heart. By being in a power of yourself, you can remove resistance. And number eight, your external reality is a complete projection of your internal reality, not the other way around. Number nine, we are living in a time of a great awakening. There's a change of frequency of the planet as we move from the third dimension, which is a lower vibration, to a higher bright vibration of love in the fifth dimension. But individually, we must raise our own frequency to be in a different consciousness. And once we're in a different consciousness, we are open to the collective consciousness. So be willing, ready, and able to step up and carry this higher vibration. Number 10, the global frequency is love. If you can't find love, find appreciation. That alone is transformative. Number 11, nothing is going without examination. We need to look outside ourselves objectively to become more aware. Number 12, when you're ready to step into your vibration, you'll begin to experience synchronicities. Things will happen with ease and we will begin to attract, as in the law of attraction, like attracts like. It may not happen quickly, but within three days, you will start to see subtle shifts in your reality. And finally, learn to self-soothe. Learning to regulate one's own emotions and thoughts to calm oneself down or to cope with stress and anxiety or other challenging situations is very appropriate advice when dealing with menopause symptoms. Self-soothing techniques include deep breathing exercises, mindfulness, meditation practices, and simply being in a state of appreciation. Do you need support through your menopause transition? A menopause doula can help. You can find me at mlcoaching.com. And help me help you by filling out a simple survey, which is linked in the show notes. Your input is greatly valued and will help in the design and creation of tools, courses, and other resources for my upcoming one-on-one and group coaching programs. Take the survey. It's linked in the show notes. Like, follow, share, subscribe. And if you are enjoying this podcast, I would love to hear from you. Consider leaving a review Spreading the word will help broaden my audience reach and further impact more women as they experience the transition.